Welcome to Crazy Day, where I explore my own curiosity and invite you along for the ride. Ready to go? Welcome to Crazy Day, my podcast about curiosity and what's on my mind. My name is Matt. This week, what I've been curious about comes from a topic I've been mulling over as a result of a few conversations I've had in the last few months. Recently, I was having a conversation with someone that I've known for a long time. They were in a pretty dark place in their lives, and a lot of sensitive and vulnerable subjects were coming up. Many of them were familiar to me as things that I've struggled with myself for much of my life, and I've even found some success in managing or improving on them. A few times during the conversation, they asked for my advice on one thing or another, and other times I just tried to offer some insights as part of our back-and-forth conversation. Now, I've had conversations like this before, and I even enjoy them, despite the difficult topics that sometimes come up. As someone who's spent the majority of my life in some pretty dark places, I love that I have grown to the point where I can show another human that I care about them. I enjoy connecting with the other person and being able to offer something that has helped me to someone else in need. But this conversation turned out differently than many of the previous ones did. Despite asking for my advice or insight, I noticed that they threw up a lot of defenses to deflect much of what I offered. They told me how my ideas wouldn't work for them, or how I was different and so they wouldn't be able to apply my ideas to their situation. Other times they wanted to debate an idea or a concept that I presented. I found myself getting frustrated as it felt like I was having a hard time communicating with them. What normally would flow out of my mouth so easily felt stilted and incoherent instead. At least that's what I told myself anyway. I mean, if I was communicating better, then clearly the other person would be more receptive, right? Now, if I'm honest, this wasn't the first conversation I had had where the other person rejected what I was saying. And another one that I'm not too proud of, I was sharing something I had learned that week that was particularly meaningful to me, only to have my friend outright reject it. Once again, I felt that the only reason they would have rejected such an obvious truth was because they misunderstood me. And so I tried a different tact. I used different approaches. Eventually, I caught myself repeating things I'd already said and realized that I was no longer listening to the other person express themselves in an attempt to listen, love, and understand, but instead with the intent to respond. Internally, I had turned a caring and compassionate conversation into a debate. In the months after these conversations, I told myself that I just couldn't communicate with some people very well. I mean, in other similar conversations I'd been in, people were a lot more open and receptive to what I had offered. But with other people, I felt as if I couldn't get a coherent thought out, and nothing that I said landed. And for a few months, that was where I left it. That I simply have difficulty communicating with a few people. It seemed so simple. There was just this vague, unnamed force out there that tied my tongue up whenever I spoke to that person about that topic. That was it. 
Surely it was. I mean, there couldn't possibly be any other reason, could there? Now, maybe some of you are already seeing what I didn't see for all that time. But after a good bit of introspection and talking to a few dear friends, thank you, Aaron, if you're listening, what I realized was that I had fallen down a slippery slope in these conversations from caring into controlling. Where I measured success not on whether I connected with someone or shared what was on my heart, but instead on whether they agreed with me or accepted my ideas. See, I had been judging my words less on an objective analysis of them and more on their reception. I got to thinking about my own journey and how the most profound moments and shifts in my life weren't singular moments, but rather they were the culmination of countless small ones. One in particular involved listening to a particularly loud nudge I was feeling and finally reading a book that I had been long ignoring. Now, while that book had a lot of amazing insights for me, I don't know that the book itself held any special power. Rather, I think the transformative power in that moment came in the listening to the nudge and following through. But that begs the question, for me at least, what led me to be receptive in that moment in the first place? I know for me, so much of my openness in that moment came from dozens or maybe hundreds of small connections with people over the years leading up to that day. Something I read or heard or saw that challenged me or connected with me, or maybe, just maybe, that I disagreed with and rejected, but then thought about for a while until I was ready to internalize it. I'm reminded of the old saying, blessed are they who plant trees under whose shade they will never sit. And I think that really speaks to the heart of the matter for me, the lesson I took away from all of this. If I truly care about people in a selfless way, like I say I do, then when they ask me to share something, I need to be able to do so and release both of us from any outcome or expectation from the conversation. Because if I'm sharing so that I can get my ego stroked, as they say, wow, you're right, then do I really care? And if I only count the sharing as a success, if I see some result or shift in the moment, but push harder to convince or even to force them in a way to see the, the light, then am I really being selfless? Do I really care about them at all? Or do I just care about control? What I'm learning here is that my place is to offer when appropriate and if asked, and theirs is to accept or reject based on where they are in life at the time. I'm not a success or a failure, and they aren't good or bad, regardless of the outcome. Some tree seeds will never take hold. Some will sprout right away, and some will take years to grow. 
But just like with a real seed, trying to force it to grow by dousing it with water, pulling on the sprouts, and trying to talk it into growing faster is more likely to ensure it never will than simply trusting nature to let it grow on its own time. So that's it for this episode of Crazy Day. As always, to my dear listeners who make it to the end of each episode, thank you. If you've heard something in this episode that you think is worth sharing, would you mind sending it to a friend or sharing it to your social media feed? If you haven't done so already, a star rating or a review on Apple Podcasts would also help get this little show of mine in front of more people. But regardless of what you do, I love you all so much, and I'll see you on the next episode of Crazy Day.